You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The smartest mind in the Big Ten Conference on back-to-back episodes. That is how you round out a week here on the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. So hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, June 18th, and on this Friday, we welcome back on Daniel House because didn't we have so much fun on Wednesday exploring the possible landscape and all that could come with a 12-team college football playoff in the proposed expansion by the working group? When it becomes official, that remains to be seen, but we speculate and look at the possibilities and what this means for all of college football, but also tie it into how it specifically affects the Big Ten Conference and most likely your favorite school and their outlook for making deep runs in the postseason for having opportunities to contend on a more regular basis for a national title, of course, if your name is not Ohio State. So we continue that conversation looking at the expanded 12-team CFP with the smartest mind in the Big Ten Conference, Daniel House. And even if we have a six versus 11 game, that's not maybe all that exciting in terms of what we see on paper. And the six team that ends up winning is not going to win in the next round, not going to knock off top seeded Alabama, whatever it might be. Think about that one game that you might have it name, whatever insert here, college stadium across the country. That is just going to be wonderful television and wonderful excitement for fan bases, players, staff, everybody involved. And at the end of the day, because money is the bottom line, generate a ton of revenue for the college football playoff committee. And you think about the Big Ten, Ben, with the idea that Camp Randall, Knick Stadium, and the college football playoff, first-round game, all the buzz that that generates on campuses and the oh. environment it creates, that's what intrigues me the most because Chills. That, Chills right that's now. what makes college football special. And when you have these neutral site environments, it just becomes stale and you don't have that travel. The fan base is not as big at those games versus now you give Iowa and Wisconsin a legitimate chance to advance and get hot. You never know what can happen. And with the fan base behind you riding that momentum over the course of a couple games and maybe start slow, but you pick up fast. That's, that's the big thing for me is that Iowa, Wisconsin, Penn State, teams like that, They're all going to benefit from this. And the SEC also will have some teams that also have arguments to make. And you know that that's going to happen. And that's my biggest fear over this college football playoff is that the SEC just gets all these teams in here. And then it really hurts the other teams that might have a better resume. And that is still going to be a part of it because at the end of the day, we're still trusting in Billy H, Bill Hancock, and the rest of the people that he puts on the college football playoff committee that go and use the eye test and sometimes make very questionable decisions based on metrics and strength of schedule. All of that is still going to be a component of it. This is not a perfect system by any means, but we don't want perfection. We want something that is a little bit more agreeable and allows a little bit more of opportunity to happen. We still want to be able to yell and to rant. Believe it or not, that's one of the best parts of being a fan of college sports. And it happens in the NCAA tournament, and there's 68 freaking teams that get a bid to the big dance when we get to March. So still, there will be a lot of those components. And yes, there will be times where we're arguing if the three seed in the SEC is more deserving than the (laughs) two seed in the Pac-12. Yes, there are going to be times that we go through that. Can Jimbo Fisher get Texas A&M in there, although their two losses are to Florida and Alabama? Yes, we're going to have all of those discussions still. But it opens up more opportunity for other teams 
that haven't had a seat at the table yet and for more teams that play in conferences that have always been a part of this. And if you think in the Big Ten we're highlighting Ohio State too much and just still saying it's going to be a given, the Buckeyes make it, it also opens up opportunity for Ohio State in a possible year that if they are to lose in a game they're supposed to win or if they are going to lose to a rival like Penn State or dare I say, Michigan, there's still an opportunity for them to get an at-large bid to the college football playoff. And again, I really break it down in the three components of what we'll see. One through four, there's incentive. Five through eight, there is certainly incentive. Nine through 12, of course, trying to make it into the college football playoff is incentive enough. When you look at five through eight, to have that home field advantage in that opening round playoff game, huge, tremendous incentive, not only from a revenue perspective, but of course, the momentum of actually playing on your own home turf. And then one through four, to stay locked in through conference championship week, to make sure you can secure a buy, rest up, get healthy, while everybody else is battling it out. I mean, every level that you break down this 12-team college football playoff, it just gets more exciting to me. And that's why I love going to 12 teams as opposed to eight, because again, I think it opens up more opportunity and it keeps that incentive there throughout the entirety of the regular season. You have three different tiers and all yep. have a little bit different storyline within them. You're battling into the college football playoff. You're fighting for that home uh, first round game. And then you have the teams that are trying to get the buy. So everybody's fighting for something different. And those battles between four and five will get very hot as well. And who's going to make the conference title game? Uh, that also ties right into the regular season and how you perform there. So again, another way that the regular season also will be of value because you need to be able to make it to your conference title game. The other angle that I've been thinking about, Ben, mm. element nobody's talking about right now is how this could tie into NIL with the name, image, and likeness likely going to pass. These athletes will play a couple more high-profile games. They'll be on bigger mm. stages, which can be good for their brands and exposure and possibly gives the NCAA a chance to sell that, hey, you're going to have an opportunity to bring in a little bit more revenue because you're on a bigger stage, make a name for yourself, and then possibly go up and play professional football in the NFL. So that's the angle that popped into my head right away as we're already entering a new era of college football with this name, image, and likeness on the horizon. When you add games that are on a bigger stage across the country, nationally televised college football playoff tier football games, it changes the whole game and, and it could have a nice benefit on the players. And I think from a fan perspective, that also adds in motivation for players because I know a gripe of fans throughout these bowl games or maybe a lackluster season is the opportunity to allow the players to have that individualistic nature and to opt out or to not play in that bowl game. But if there's the potential of still making the college football playoff, if this but there's a potential of still qualifying for a conference championship game to stay in the hunt, you're going to have your team, your school's best players out there still obviously motivated to get to that stage because they can profit off of it, which I think is a wonderful thing. So it's almost, you know, a handshake type of meme here where you have the college football playoff and the players both looking for that revenue. That's not something you generally see in too much congruence throughout college athletics is having the players and the powers that be on the same side. But I think at the end of the day, when you look at the college football playoff and what the 12 team format allows, it is much larger revenue. And that's a huge component of this. As much as we like to, I, you know, try to stick to the idea of, you know, amateurism in college athletics that I think up until this point, we have an idea is pretty much a farce. So I think let's go through this a little bit and look at the big 10 specifically and what the path is moving forward as we hope to get this 
college football playoff instated into what we have normally throughout a regular season. So you brought up this idea, which I agree with, and I think is an idea that will certainly be floated. And if it's not already in the league office, Kevin Warren, please wake up, is the idea to get rid of the divisions. So whether it's four teams, whether it was even eight teams, whether it's 12 teams in the future, the college football playoff committee will always debate who are the right teams to get into the field. One thing that's not up for debate, not even close, is that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You cannot debate that because it's pretty much written in stone at this point. Built Bar is a protein bar that legitimately tastes like a candy bar. What is up for debate, though, is what is your favorite Built Bar flavor because there are such a plentiful options to choose from. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors on regular rotation plus the occasional limited time flavor so they could get up to 12, they could form their own college football playoff. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves like you are about your favorite school in the Big Ten Conference. If you don't know the original nine regular rotation Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But here they are. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, my personal favorite, my top seed in the CFP, double chocolate and salted caramel. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box at BuiltBar.com where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. And on top of being a dessert treat that you can have that's truly good for you, I say it's good for you because Built Bars are also healthy. They're the best tasting and they are good for you too. Most of the flavors have only 17 grams of protein, or excuse me, they have 17 grams of protein, not only, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15. 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Plenty more conversation with Daniel House, the smartest mind in the Big Ten Conference, the founder of GophersGuru.com, of how this new expanded CFP that could be 12 programs pertains to the Big Ten Conference. But we also have discussions about the rest of the Power Five. And if you want podcast covering the Power Five conferences in your favorite. We have it all covered here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy. Locked On Pac-12 with Cindy Robinson. Locked On ACC with Candace Cooper. And Locked On Big 12 with Josh Neighbors. They keep you locked on everything you need to know across all of the Power Five, across all of college athletics. We continue focusing on the Big Ten here with the smartest mind in the Big Ten, Daniel House. And if all the reporting is correct, that the earliest we could see this implementation of the new college football playoff is 2023, Daniel House, in your mind, do you think we would see the Big Ten go divisionless by that 2023 campaign? Absolutely. It, it will be done. I can guarantee that the divisions will be gone and they'll go with the two highest winning percentage teams. It makes so much sense. And other conferences will follow suit if they have a divisional format. You want your best teams to have a shot at the college football playoffs. So it incentivizes, again, all of those teams competing for the top two spots in the Big Ten versus maybe having an easier ride on one side of the aisle where, like the Big Ten West, the door is usually open. Big Ten East, you know, Ohio State's probably going to be there every single year. They will be. Big right. Ten West, there's more opportunity, and it hurts teams like Indiana last year should have been playing Ohio State in the title game. And as well as the Hoosiers played Ohio State earlier in the year, it would have been the mm -hmm. best matchup. So that's what the Big Ten is going to try to create here, and it ties hand-in-hand -hand with the college football playoff. Let's take an idea of that, Daniel House, because I think you bring it up beautifully. And let's put it in the context of this 2021 campaign that is coming up here very, very soon. We are already in the month of June. We are moving closer and closer to fall camp. 
Let's look, for instance, at the 2020 schedule and look at Halloween weekend this year. It is going to be one of the best weekends of all of this Big Ten slate. And when you look at the ideas of division races, but also if you were to take out divisions, the hope and optimism that you would still have if you were to falter in one of these games as either team. And what I am playing out here is Wisconsin plays Iowa in Madison Halloween weekend. I think as of right now on paper, the winner of that game will win the Big Ten West Division this year. You also have Halloween weekend at Happy or at in Columbus, rather, uh, at the shoe. You have Ohio State hosting Penn State. So two hugely impactful games for their respective divisions happening on one weekend. Can you imagine a world that instead of just thinking, okay, if Penn State loses this game, they're done, or if Iowa loses this game to Wisconsin, they're done. If they still perform well through the rest of the year, and you're talking about a two-loss Iowa team and a two-loss Penn State team, they still have so many opportunities to play through and to try to contend for that second spot in the Big Ten Conference behind whoever it might be. Right now, we're giving that credit to Ohio State, and fairly so, but it still opens up that horizon that your season is not done with four weeks left to go. Because in this current format, if Iowa or Wisconsin lose to the other, you know, vice versa, or you have Penn State lose to Ohio State, they're done. They don't have a path to making the Big Ten title game that is under their own control, that is not with a couple of stumbles down the stretch for teams that generally don't stumble by the time we get to November. So I think it opens up so much more opportunity within its own division to have the greater context of the college football playoff. And it gets me excited talking about it because you put it into context of what we will see in 2021 and how awesome Halloween weekend is going to be. Magnetize that by five by the time we get to this new format of the 12-team college football playoff. But again, you reach that point of the season, week nine in the Big Ten, and there's still intrigue in this scenario because you know teams aren't finished yet. And that's what I keep coming back to is all of the games matter. You have these really good matchups. The Big Ten scheduling department just has to be overjoyed with the thought of some of the games that you can package in the last four weeks of the season. This is like the NFL, Ben. I've right. always said the NFL is the best at marketing and putting their product out there. They want the best players playing each other late in the season. They want the primetime matchup. It gets the specific team in the limelight, keeps the league just chugging along, where the Big Ten can do this with the format that's laid out here. You can have these late-season games jammed up with the best players playing each other, the best teams matched up in awesome environments, and it just adds us so much intrigue to the conference and has major implications, preserves rivalries, which you don't get that in the NFL as much in terms of like these deep-rooted college football rivalries that can be preserved and continued and have another layer added to it with college football playoff implications. I just I love the thought of it and the entertainment value it provides for the Big Ten. Yeah, I know. I, I I completely agree. I think that's such an astute point there at the end, too, because you allow that flex type of scheduling that you can move a game week 11 to a primetime game because it has such significant impact. We're not getting rid of the game. We're not getting rid of the axe. We're not getting rid of the Huskers, Hawkeyes rivalry that's becoming more of a rivalry. We're not getting rid of any of that. It just adds on another layer and you have some of that flexibility right before it, too. So I think it's going to be just fascinating stuff for college football. I cannot wait for this to get implemented into the lexicon of what we know across the college football landscape. You're hearing reports it's 2023. I think that's probably the earliest we see it. 
So the proposed 12-team college football playoff format might be a couple of years away. We might be talking around the 2023 college football campaign, but if you're looking forward to this year, in 2021, there's still so much action to bet on at Bet Online because it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, until we get to college football season, is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as we are talking about the college football playoff, but there's playoffs happening in the NBA, the NHL, so many opportunities to find some value, lay down some wagers, and win some money to increase your bankroll. And you can also do that on college football, team win totals, conference future outrights, Heisman Trophy odds, all of that good stuff at Bet Online. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can do that when you put in the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So the playoff is going to expand to 12 teams, and that's like kind of increasing the number. And when you look at your car or your truck, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts off their computer when you can do the same off your very own computer and you don't have to leave your house? Well, you can do that at rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. I choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. You don't have to do that at Rock Auto. It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Whether it's for your car or truck, Rock Auto literally has everything you could ever hope for for the best price out there. And again, you don't even need to leave your couch. You can find everything delivered directly to you. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. When you're there, write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D space O-N in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, one time for the jingle to end out your week. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto, rockauto.com. Two episodes, one final segment with Daniel House talking about the college football playoff and the possible expansion to 12 teams. The college football powers that be are a little bit slow moving at times. So first we need them to confirm that we are going to 12 and then it's the implementation process of how quickly we get this system to be a part of our lives. I'm hoping it's 2023, Daniel House. I really am. I'm a little bit hesitant to go fully in on making sure that the college football playoff committee will do what we all expect them to do and do the right thing. But I think it's happening sooner rather than later. And again, if you take one thing away from these two episodes with Daniel House about the new 12-team format of the college football playoff, it's more opportunity across the entire country. Also, a ton more opportunity within our very own glorious Big Ten Conference. It's a major opportunity, and every team will have a chance. And that's the thing that's very uh, notable to me is Wisconsin's, Iowa's, teams like that that are consistent. They will be rewarded and have a chance to possibly get hot. It's just like the NFL in the playoffs. If you get going at the right time, you open the door for a team to potentially make some noise. And the Big Ten feels like a conference that could really benefit from that more than others. This was a wonderful two days here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. There were numerous times when I was speaking with the smartest mind in all of the Big Ten Conference that I had chills as he was laying out the potential of what is on the horizon for the college football playoff if we do, in fact, expand to this 12-team format. It was wonderful stuff. I'm so glad to have had your insight here, Daniel House, because without it, 
I don't know if I'd be as ready as I am right now. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I'm so excited. I'm ready too, Ben. You got me hyped as well. This is a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to Big Ten football. And then next season, can we get college football playoff next season? I want it right now. I got my fingers crossed, and I know you do too. If we get it in 2022, it would be an upset in its own making, but go to show that we are off to a right start, a good start for the new college football playoff 12-team format. Daniel House, the founder of GophersGuru.com, the smartest mind in all of the Big Ten Conference. Thank you very much for your time and your expertise these past two episodes of Locked On Big Ten. We'll see you soon, Ben. So many thanks again to my guy, Daniel House, the smartest mind in the Big Ten Conference. I don't just say that for fluff. I truly, truly mean it. The way that he is able to approach things in an engaging, relatable fashion, but also break it down from one of the best perspectives you will hear. I believe he's the smartest mind in the Big Ten Conference for a reason. And he's the founder of GophersGuru.com. Peeled more into Minnesota sports, but if you want to keep up on the Gophers, the rest of the Big Ten, no better place than GophersGuru.com. So many thanks to Daniel House for being on not just one, but two episodes here to contend and to talk about about the college football playoff and the possible expansion coming in the future to 12 teams on the CFP landscape. So this is the final episode of the week. And I'm just going to take a moment here and say that now we're in the doldrums of summer. The schedule is getting a little busy for me in other opportunities. For the next week or so, I'm going to need to take some time off from Locked On Big Ten as I reassess things. We will hopefully be back. But as we are in the summer part right now and we have a little bit of leeway, we discussed the college football playoff. We've gone over the spring football tour into team win totals, into everything you could possibly need to know entering summer workouts. When we get closer to the season, we'll reestablish and get ready to go for fall camp. For the next week or so on the Locked On Big Ten podcast will be a halt on episodes. I will be checking in with you. So will the Locked On Big Ten Twitter account. Make sure to follow them at Locked On Big Ten 10 with the number one zero, big one zero, to make sure you keep updated with when we are coming back. We will come back very soon, but we're in the dog days of June. There's not a whole lot happening right now. So take some time. Enjoy the summer weather. Enjoy the nice weather outside. Make sure you get in that sunshine. Tan out a little bit and make sure to have a splendid weekend. If you need news outside of the Big Ten Conference, you can always listen to the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. It's everything you need to know in the sports world in under 20 minutes every single morning. You can find the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Tune into Locked On Big or tune into Locked On Today. Tune into other things while Locked On Big Ten takes a small break. We reassess and then get ready for the football season coming up here in a couple of months. We'll be back before a couple of months, but before we get to that point, Until we get to that point, make sure to have a splendid weekend.